There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family with Ellen oh, Nick. <laughs> Alex Bernard Rasmussen. And Andy uh, Bernard. It's called accountability, that's all I'm saying. No, everyone needs to do it. We'll be right back. Kristen Burt will join us right after this with the family. Hey, Tommy, still got the cone of silence? Why are we whispering? Because it burns Phil Nissan and Coon Rapids Nissan. We're having a secret sale. I have a question. If it's a secret, how do people find out about it? Yeah, I see your point. Missed it by that much. Okay, here's the deal. At Coon Rapids Nissan and Burnsville Nissan, we have our sign and drive, not one dime out of your pocket lease special on a new Rogue all-wheel drive or an Altima all-wheel drive. So it's a Walzer sign and drive, absolutely nothing out of pocket? Leave your checkbook, credit card, Venmo, PayPal, everything at home, zip. So what's the payment? That's the secret part. Go to Coon Rapids Nissan or BurnsvilleNissan.com, type in KQRS in the search bar, and all shall be revealed. Seems like a lot of jacking around. Well, KQ listeners have been really good to us, so we thought this was a nice way to say thanks. Besides, winter's coming, and all-wheel drive will be really nice. Go to Coon Rapids Nissan or Burnsville Nissan and type in KQ. I guess that's not so bad. Wow, high praise. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? The well, latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us, we talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful, no question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say... Why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? <laughs> and I just had no answer. For <laughs> he just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant. We're rocking out, man. Hey, man. What do you think of that action? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Kristen Burt. How are you? I am sweltering hot out in L.A. That's what's happening. It is really hot there, isn't it? It was 106 yesterday. I saw that. That's hey. In L.A.? Yeah. In L.A. 106. 106. Yeah. Tropical heat wave. And, yeah, and we're on fire. COVID. Saw that fire. It's a good time to be in California. Did you see that fire tornado? Yes. Yes. That was pretty crazy. crazy. Yeah. Unbelievable. Fires are scary, you know. I I've only experienced one that got close to where I was living. It's they're pretty scary. 
I, I completely agree. And in fact, um, I'm in Encino, and um, I will say that the fires, and we're on, uh, we're not on the hillside, we're on the other side of it, but we're close enough that where we are living has gotten, the fires have gotten closer and closer and closer over the years. It's, it's a little alarming. I, in fact, I was in Barcelona last year. And I was working, and I got a fire alert in the middle of the night. Yeah, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm not home. Yeah, it's and the my worst. husband was home, mm. but he's, like, waking the dead. I'm like, get up. Oh, that's up. Nice. Evacuation order. <laughs> my, my house was on the other side of the road from the hill, and the flames were shooting up the hill. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, like, that's scary because you have oh, no yeah. control. There's nothing no. you can do when no. there's 50-foot oh. flames shooting up the side of a mountain. You have to grab your pets and your kids and go. That's it. Honestly, hey, I, I stayed. The firemen. You're here, so that's yeah, good. The firemen work really hard in LA. They're really tough guys, man, and women. They do. Women and men there in the fire departments. Yeah. They really. And it's gotten harder over the years. Oh yes. I think the fires are getting worse. Well, and people, well, they're still not brush cutting. They're that's still the not, big problem. They're still not controlled burning. That's the problem. People don't brush cut their yards yep. and their properties up there in the hills, and mm-hmm. it, it affects. You know it. what, Nick? The big um, issue has been lately: homeless encampments. Well, that's um, they're cooking, and everything's dry, and, and it goes up yeah. very quickly. Yeah. Now, Kristen, you used to live here. You're going to love this, one of the headlines in the Star Tribune. You remember Powderhorn Park in South Minneapolis? Do you remember that area? Yes, I do. Okay. Well, they took down the last tents and made them move out of the park completely. Oh, and you know, Yeah. You know what the headline read in the Star Tribune? I have no idea. City of Minneapolis removes campers from Baltimore Park. Campers? They can't say it. They, 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 we have the biggest denial They'll problem in the world in, this, in the city. We really do. Campers? Denial. It's just denial. <laughs> can't, they can't say it. And that, that, and that's that's going to be the death. No, I agree. Not they in Minnesota. Can't, they can't do it, man. Godzilla could be fighting Mothra downtown, and people say, would be tiptoeing around, going, "Oh, I don't, I don't see anything." They can't yep. say drug problem. They oh, can't no. say violent crime, and they can't say homeless. They'll they never say gang violence. No, you know what gang. Do? They will always say um, when it's um, rape, like a child rape or something. They'll say having sex with, and I'm like, no, that was rape. Yeah. Yeah. Was a fifteen. Sex, you know what I mean? The guy was thirty. Yeah. Oh, my God, you know, that's horrible. They say the first step to fixing a problem is admitting you have one. Yeah, and exactly. This city will never do it. And they, nope. ne- they never have. No, they, they, they hide it no. off. At least yep. L.A. talks about gangs and they have a gang task force. <laughs> we abolished our gang task force years ago. That worked out really well. Yeah, we just let <laughs> gangs take over Minneapolis. It's easier to ignore that they exist than actually do anything about it. I uh, I don't know if you were living here then, Kristen, but I remember many, many years ago it was Tony Boza and... Uh, uh, the mayor was Don, uh, what's his name? What was his name again? Nuts. Don Don Frazier. He was the mayor. Anthony Boza was the chief of police. And I said on the show 33, 34 years ago, you better do something about the gang problem in this city. Mm-hmm. And they both went in, uh, all over the newspapers. Bernard doesn't know what he's talking about. There are no gangs in Minneapolis. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, well, apparently you don't go into the uh, right neighborhoods in Minneapolis because there were they have been since I was born. Well, I now, they're out, now they're out of control. Oh yes, God, yes. Now you have five generations of gang members. Yes, you do. You absolutely wow. maybe do. might be more. Might be more. Might yeah, be by more. now. And the, the difference here's the difference. And and from living in L.A. for 17 years, I see the, the, how big of the difference is in L.A. If you don't go into a gang neighborhood, you'll never have any problem with a gang member. 
Because the gang members don't come into like West Hollywood or Hollywood or oh, up in the yeah, Hill, Beverly yeah. Hills. They just don't. No. They know better. Right. In Minneapolis, they 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 have the whole city. Mm-hmm. They're everywhere. Oh yeah, they're everywhere. They're they everywhere. do whatever we want. Yeah. No doubt about it. So um, I don't know what to tell you. I, I seriously, Kristen, what do you think of the situation? Is it is it going to get any better? You think politically? Do, do we're going to are we going to have to wait till November fourth when this is all over and we know who the president's going to be or will still be or whatever it is? What do you uh, think? No matter who wins, there are going to be fifty percent of this country who is extremely upset. <laughs> and right? I have to say. We're screwed. Concern, honestly, is that there's riots the night of the election. I agree. Oh, I agree. Absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm in fear for it. I really am. I agree <sighs> with you. I'm, I'm totally, completely there. And, you know, it, it's one of those things that we're voting for. I mean, I was joking with my mother this morning. I'm like, we have two men that we're voting for president. They're both 900 years old. And, you know, <laughs> and, they're, both the old. No, and they're both nuts. <laughs> right. And... Don't tell me. I know that um, that Trump's big thing was drain the swamp. He brought in a different type of swamp yeah. into his uh, yep. administration. Um, and, and Biden is old guard. We all know that. That's you know he's well established in Washington D.C. And mm-hmm. like, what are you bringing that's new? And then I read an article that the progressives are kind of trying to keep pushing Biden more left. And I'm like, we don't need anyone to go far right or far left right now. Love it. Well, I was, I was in the middle. I was confused last night when AOC came on and she, she endorses Bernie Sanders for president. I know. <laughs> I, I was so confused. I'm like, Bernie, Bernie Sanders is running for president? Uh, no, just, you guys know that this is part of the electoral process. Anyone who's gotten enough electoral votes still has that opportunity to be nominated. It's a process that always happens. Yes. I was so, you don't make you know, it looks weird. I get it, but at the same time, it's part of the electoral process. Yeah, is she completely insane? Is who completely insane? That AOC is she nuts? I here's I, I don't agree with her politics because I am not no. progressive left by any no. means. Right, smack dab in the center. However, I appreciate that she opens her big fat mouth and sometimes <laughs> calls people out um, and says it. And for a woman, it's harder to do because she's going to get called out three times more than a white guy is going to get called out. <laughs> Not so anymore. I appreciate that she. I appreciate that she um, will open her big mouth. I don't always agree with what she's saying, but I'm like, at least she's trying something different or trying to get something done. Um, Here's but here's here's too our, far left. Here's our big problem though. Well, if Trump's gone, then her career is over. Yeah, I got nobody to pick up. <laughs> uh-huh. Seriously, and that that's the case for a lot of a lot yeah, of maybe. people. Their their career will be gone. Yeah, their entire career is it's, I don't like Trump. Yeah, it is. Well, I will tell you a lot of um, the media too. They're yeah. they're going to watch their yep. ratings tank because they bank so heavily on Trump's that's right. sanity yeah. that he's doing. Um, and when there's no insanity, I mean, Joe's got his own insanity, but it's not its not as extreme as Trump. Trump it will be, be like, though. It will be. It will be. Well, when He's nuts. When They're they both de- nuts. When they declare Biden at one point, he says, I medically can't do it. And then somebody else becomes president. Yeah. Well, it's Come Kamala on. Harris. Kamala Harris. Yeah, yeah. I can't Kamala be, Harris. man. I just can't. It can't be that corrupt. It's, it is that it corrupt, is. of course. It's terrible. It's corrupt on both sides. Yep. Everyone's yes. fighting for their side. I've never, been, I've never been in fear of living in this country in my life. I'm 56 years I old. I understand. And now I'm like, what? I'm going to have to move to Italy because I can, and that sucks. You think they'd yeah. let me into Switzerland? 
Does no. your parents I'm trying to get there? my Canadian passport. No. <laughs> if, if you have a parent born in another country, you automatically can get dual citizenship. Oh, I so got no, anyone, yeah. I got no yeah. shot. Nope. I can't even leave Minnesota. My parents were both born in the state of Minnesota. So that's the only <laughs> they place won't I let go. you leave the border. Yeah, I can't <laughs> even leave. You can't travel. You're not welcome Wisconsin. here. Can't even leave. You might, you might get into Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I can, might be able maybe. to get into Wisconsin. If you change your license plates to Wisconsin yeah. plates, then you could. Oh, God. It's just it. Uh, seriously, Kristen, I woke up so many times. I didn't sleep last night at all. I made a huge mistake. I watched the news. And uh, it just, uh, God, it gets me all riled up. And, I, and, and exactly what L.A. Nick just said. For the first time in my life. I'm not comfortable being in America. I'm not. It's just sad yeah. what they're doing. It's sad is what it is. It's, it's sad. And I think we're all feeling it. And the pandemic just adds another layer to the yep. sadness. Yep. And yep. That's, that's become so political now, too. I know. It's like pandemic, Black Lives Matter, and election. election. It's just like, yep. it's just too much. Can we just well, calm down? It's true. We need in to... my family, um, my cousin's having a wedding in a couple weeks, and we're not going. And it's really become the people who are going <laughs> don't believe in science. And then the people who are <laughs> believe in science. That's really what it's come down so to. So every, everything's divided. I'll tell yeah. you, if I didn't buy Tom and Catherine's house, because it's so secluded, mm-hmm. and it's, you know, 26 acres, and it's on the river, and it's pre- just, it's, it's so heaven. far back from the road. It is, you heaven. don't hear or see anything. Yeah. If you don't turn on the TV, life is beautiful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it is. It is. True. I don't turn on the radio. I don't turn on the TV. I go out. I got 10 horses. I go out and brush the horses and pet my sheep, yeah. and life is spectacular. Mm-hmm. We got to take a break. Be right back. More with Kristen Burt right after this. Tom Bernard here with CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Great to have you here, Michael. Thanks, Tom. Always a pleasure to be with you. One thing we keep talking about is that North American Banking Company is a community bank. Why is that important? Well, two things. First, as a locally owned and operated bank, we move quickly for our customers when it matters most. You're not waiting for a loan decision to come out of state or making the decision right here at your home. Secondly, our customers appreciate the fact that we get to know them and understand their goals. For many of our customers, we're coaches, mentors, and sometimes sounding boards for their ideas. It's hard to get that from a big bank, but it's something we do just because it's Tuesday. Well, that sounds like a great way to do business. All of our employees are working to help meet your business needs. It's how we create loyalty. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company? A better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Is that a separate song? The Doug Sprenthal Band, ladies and gentlemen. We are back. Christopher, I have to ask you something. We were just talking about something, you know, well, L.A. Nick started by talking about living out on uh, where Andy and Alex grew up. Uh, Andy was two when we moved there. Alex was born there, and they grew up in this uh, this place. And then we moved to the city in the back of well, on the back of an island, so we didn't have any neighbors there. But then now we moved and we downsized because it's just Catherine and me left, and we got in a discussion. Our neighbors are so incredibly nice at our new house. We get together on Friday nights, and Andy and Alex have both been there. We get together on Friday nights. Everybody brings out a lawn chair. There are anywhere between 10 and 20 people, or not 20, but 10 and 16 people. We sit out there and we talk. 
We have a wonderful time. Every one of my neighbors is wonderful. Alex just said the same thing. That your na- you love your neighbors, right? We love our neighbors. Yeah, and they're just very nice people. Andy, you get along well with your neighbors, right? Yeah. I love so, all my neighbors, too. I know. We were really far away, but I like yeah, them. I don't know my neighbors. <laughs> and, and that's what I was going to ask. You probably don't know your neighbors, do you? In no, LA. and I've lived in this building, ready, 15 years. And you don't know any of oh your neighbors? Oh, my God. But that, that, that's L.A. I, uh, yeah, yeah I know is. them by, I know the person to who nod. has the, the condo next to me. I know his first name. Um, and in my, like, there's probably five units near me. That's it. Yeah, you know, you know, you, you know, I'm good enough to give them the nod. The nod. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's like yeah, when, I lived, when I lived in New York in an apartment, I don't think I ever saw a single other person on my floor. Well, like, I was but just that's like, every, where is everyone? That's every that's downtown yeah. Minneapolis when I lived in the condo down there. Yeah, when I lived in Minneapolis, I no never one met says a single hi. one of my neighbors. No one says Except hi. Except for the ones that wanted you to move. Yeah. What? The one Remember that you said tried you to put that growing... garden up there? That you were destroying the well, neighborhood? I don't, I don't even know who those pot? people were. Yeah, you I were just... growing pots. You thought <laughs> it was hilarious. Andy tried to grow a little garden in his, in his yeah, patio. Like squash. Yeah, and... Squash and that kind of stuff. Some old woman... So the woman called the cops and said he was growing marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's Andy, hilarious. the beef dealer. You're like, it's a squash plant. Well, in, Cal- yeah. in, Cal- in L.A., they wouldn't, cops wouldn't come for that call. No, she called the HOA. Oh, I thought she called the cops, too. No. no. What I like about that story, though, is, is is that there are all kinds of really nice people out there. They just you give them a little time. They they're nice, uh, you know. They give their time. You give your time. There are n- a lot of people. Well, you just described yourself, Kristen, as as being you know centrist, which I am as well. I'm not a Republican nor a Democrat. I'm pretty centrist. I like Democrats and I like Republicans. I do not like the far left, uh, far left and the far right. I don't care for those people. They're too extreme for me. But there are so many wonderful people out there that don't have a voice. Either they don't have a voice or they don't want to use their voice. Uh, this election might be really, really weird. I mean, it could be a landslide either way. You'd it never is know. Already very, very weird. Well, it yeah. is. Yeah, and I it's know. barely even started. But I mean, right now the numbers are exactly the same as they were last election. Yeah. Same yeah, you know what I've seen on social media that I think is weird? Like, people who I know are smart and keep up to date with the news, they're now starting to believe a lot of the QAnon, like, um, conspiracy theories. And they share them on social media. And it's not just Facebook, it's now, like, on Instagram a lot. I see it on Twitter. That's. That's what I'm like. What is happening with this country? I know. People are, people are, uh, that's what I say. I'm, I'm, I'm scared. It's scary. It's scary to know, to even to know people that I know. I'm like, what are you thinking? Yeah. Like, how can you yeah. think that? Like, I don't talk to them about it, but I see their posts. I'm like, oh my God, I thought you were like, I looked up to you for you thought you were a very intelligent person. And mm. I just, that's scary. Yeah. And if you do a little research, you can find out very quickly that that theory or conspiracy is is false. A quick little Google search. Yep. You'll find it. And people, go, oh. people should should do research before they post an article to buy some paper that no one's ever heard of or some mm-hmm. website that no one's ever heard of. If you can't find like five sources, it's probably a stupid fake story. Yeah. I think and you shouldn't post true. it. Yeah. I think that is probably true. It, it just, you know what amazes me about this, uh, and, it, and it is amazing to me, is they try to pretend Trump is the worst president we've ever had. Mm, every president we've ever had is the worst president we've ever had. It's been a lot yeah. of them. I don't like these people. If you want to be president, you're not my kind of person. I just, whatever. 
It's not an easy job, though. Well, no, it's not an easy job, but seriously. And, and there these people throwing their 100% support behind complete dirtbag sexual molesters. More, I think there's more to the whole thing than any of us will Probably ever, ever true. know. Probably because true. why do so many people that were, were in the politics still care? Yeah. Like, why does Obama still care? Why doesn't he just go enjoy That's his millions true. of dollars and have fun in life? So there's something bigger that we don't know about as citizens. We just don't know how it works. Yep. Oh, yeah. There's a lot right. that we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think you ever, we ever will. No. <laughs> in our lifetime. No. Yeah, I don't know. I, We're I, all just... in the Illuminati. Yeah. Somebody's you think get... that's what it is? <laughs> oh, Everyone gets rich. Freemasons. They all get rich. Oh, they all get. They all become multi, multi, multi yeah. millionaires. There's yeah, it's no crazy. Doubt about that. How did they do it? How 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 did they get so rich? They Even the Bernie Kennedy Sanders, model. who doesn't care about money, and no, he's protects the rich, and yeah. I love that he's got three houses, but you shouldn't even have one. Yep. I just love people like him. I don't know all of them. I, like I said, the far left and the far right, they're just crazy. My God. No, and everyone should be focusing in on what's happening with this country because you're having um, a lot of the the rent eviction bans have stopped. A lot of people are out of work. I'll tell you, L.A. right now, so many people are out of work because production isn't backed up and running. And the the CARES money is gone, you know, that that additional $600. We're in for a very tough three, four, six months. I, I, I think, oh, I think it might be longer than that. I actually know some people that were in production and they stopped it already because people tested positive. So I think yeah. I think you might be in trouble till 2021. Let me tell you. Oh, I think I think um, L.A. in particular is, is in for a long haul of, yeah. uh, of trouble. So but I do think that uh, just in terms of, like, the whole country and, and people not paying attention to, like, hey, is anyone thinking about... And it's a, it's a full cycle, because if landlords not getting money, how are they paying their mortgage on the property that they own? You know, and these, if, if their renters I, aren't... It's such a vicious cycle. And I'll tell you, these conspiracy theories of Hollywood and the pedophile thing is really blowing up. It's, it's getting pretty big to where people are really downing on Hollywood. Like, I know some Hollywood elites that are posting, hey, you don't like Hollywood and you think we're all a bunch of pedophiles, leave. But they better watch what they say because Hollywood needs people to go there. <laughs> And, and yeah, and, and yeah. you know what? We all need entertainment because I know all of us in the pandemic sat down to Netflix or HBO or even broadcast TV to watch content. I think the other issue, though, is there there are pedophilia issues, but we're seeing reckonings happening everywhere. Um, it's gy- USA Gymnastics, USA Swimming, like yeah. athletics has had a huge uh, USA Wrestling. Um, I, see I know that the dance industry is having sort of a reckoning with all of this, but Hollywood... Yes, has its issues, but it's not the only area. So if people think it's just Hollywood, they might want to look in their own backyard too. Because oh, it I is agree. Astonishing! It is astonishing. It's just Hollywood gets pick, easier to pick on. Of course it is because we're <laughs> we're out there, and you hear this, the Harvey Weinstein stories. You hear the allegations against Brian Singer. Um, you hear these things, and then, but I I have to say, like we we had an issue in my own family where a family member was was um, sexually abused by someone that oh, kept coming God. around and you're thinking what a great mentor that person is no oh, gosh. they're not you know yeah. we always yep. we're, we're not seeing what's right in front of us you know we got very very lucky in that that situation because i i never experienced something like that in my life i know people who did uh um matter of fact i know two people who uh who were I, 
does molestation begin with like if they were gra- like if their crotches were grabbed would that that would be molestation well just any non-consensual touch yeah, right that's right. sexual assault even if it's one time that is sexual yep. assault yeah well they that's what happened to both of them and it just and i do remember the first time i heard it i was very very young and i thought what do you mean somebody came up and grabbed your penis the hell do you even mean? Why would they do that? I just couldn't get it through my head why you would do something I know. like that. Like if you, yeah, it's such a, like, But what yeah. would you get out of that? Exactly. Like no, even grabbing a, touching the girl, like what would you get out of that? I but I think understand. more people have had something happen, even if it's just yeah. one time, than yeah. not had something happen. And so it's hard for people who have been so lucky not to have been inappropriately touched. Well, uh, I went to Catholic school for 12 years and I had all priests and nuns. And I've yep. never had anything yep. happen to me uh, ever. Yeah. I had a great childhood and I never had, had any did, creepers. Oh, really? Yeah, I went to Catholic school and I never... And I was a really cute kid. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, for Christ's sake. Can we end early today? Can we wrap oh it up God. early today after that? If anyone wasn't... was going to be molested, it was going to be me. I was yeah, pretty cute. It was adorable. Oh, my God. we got to take a break after that. Coming. I can't tell you how There's cute I am. We'll be right back You're more with seven? Kristen Burt. Yeah. You look like 30. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is the equal opportunity employer. All right. We're back, ladies and gentlemen. Kristen Burr with us live from Los Angeles. I have to run a story by you guys because my take on this is 180 degrees from the way it was, was taken by the media. A member of the Harlem Globetrotters says a reckoning on racial injustice has forced him to re- revisit an incident from January in which news broadcasters threw a banana at him on live TV. Maxwell Hops Pierce appeared on WBRC's Good Day Alabama to promote an upcoming basketball game. The 24-year-old black male was showing off tricks to two white male anchors when one threw him a tangerine instead of a ball, as seen in a clip. In an extended clip shared Saturday on Pierce's social media accounts, they threw a second tangerine from off-camera, which was followed by a banana, which Pierce catches. Uh, throwing fruit was disrespectful, but throwing a banana at a black man was unacceptable. Oh, come on. Of course. This carries deep racial undertones that date back to the early 1900s when black people were held in display in human zoos. I, my, you want my take on this? You know what I think this was? I didn't even think they thought about the black and white thing. They just oh. had fruit. They were yeah, doing a penis and scrotum joke. 
Get it? The two tangerines and then the banana? I don't know about that. I don't know. Uh, it's a little uh, far-fetched. I don't, think it, I don't think it is. It was hey, clearly you're talking, phallic. You're talking sports people. I guarantee you that's what it was. I think yes. they just were throwing fruit and they ran out of tangerines. I just, so they threw yeah, exactly. Yeah. They just like, threw them whatever they could. I don't think there was any could. meaning This is like the Howard Cosell, uh, why Howard Cosell got fired, which should never happened. No, the little monkey. He yeah, called that little but monkey. He called, but he called multiple people that throughout yeah, his career. I call Sage a monkey every yeah. five I call seconds. myself a monkey all the time. I mean, he was, it wasn't anything. Howard Cosell was not a racist. No, trust he was me not. There. No, he was not at all. Um, did, did you ever know this, Kristen? You, we've never met in person because you don't even bother to get on a plane and come and see us, so don't worry about my feelings. <laughs> But anyway, you want me to get on a plane during a pandemic for you? Well, right <laughs> that is true. It's a very good point. It'd be worth your time. I might be out there though soon. Come. Are you going oh. go, go to LA? I might. What are you going to do? I got some things to take care of. Oh, here we go. What do you got some man business now? in LA. I got to come and take care of some yeah, stuff out there. Yeah, what's the thing you got to take care of? For Christ's sake. Why don't you calm down? That's all I have to say to you. We have a question for Kristen from the chat. Oh, here we go. Uh, apparently, California is proposing a wealth tax for residents that move out of California. For life. Oh, my God. What? Yeah, you have to pay it for like for, 60 years. For 10 years. 10 years, yeah. So no. Pay still, what? Tax. You, have to, you, have to you don't live there anymore. It doesn't matter. Doesn't they want matter. your money in the future. They're proposing oh a yeah, 10 years. It's not the first time that they. It's not the first time that California proposed oh, this. Oh God, it's so. Yeah, it's um, insane. it's uh, anyone who is wealthy who has lived in a state for the last 10 years. Yeah, it's not the first time. <laughs> so it what would be, be wealthy. Let's see, 0.4 percent on net worth above 30 million. Yeah. So it is the very, very wealthy. Yeah. There is no. super wealthy. So, but like, um, you know, and it's because I think this is important to note: the state is facing a fifty-four billion dollar budget deficit. Well, Gee, that ever spending money. And they are having rich people flight right now. Well, of course, Pe- they rich are. people are leaving California because of this. If I were, if I were, well, if I were there's uh, several things going on. You've got, um, first of all, you have the, the tech exodus out of San Francisco and in Los Angeles. Yeah. You also have. A lot of celebrities are, are moving out, and, and people, I, I don't even want to say celebrities, I want to say people in the entertainment industry who work, mm-hmm. um, because you can go to Atlanta and just, you know, keep on working and have half the cost of living, but there's that, and I know we've talked about it on this show, but AB5 is killing our economy, and that is that whole freelancer, it basically outlaws freelancing, it was designed, um, and it was aimed at Uber and Lyft. And a judge has ruled that if Uber and Lyft don't add all of their gig workers as employees by Thursday, which is tomorrow, Uber and Lyft are temporarily leaving California, which in addition leaves hundreds of thousands of people without work. Wow. Now, the whole the problem is, is like the business model just doesn't work right now for Uber and Lyft because they're not making a profit and adding 30 percent onto their payroll stinks. I understand that the state wants worker protections, but it's also a union. It, it, everyone, you know, the unions want to unionize everyone, all the workers and all the drivers and everything. But it swept up all the freelancers in the state into the same bill, so it was writers, yeah, and translators, yeah. and nurses during a pandemic who can't work because of AB five. Yeah, that's going to hurt. And I noticed you have a lot of the last generation celebrities that aren't really relevant anymore. And they're like, well, why am I living here and paying all these taxes? Right. Like even I noticed Tommy Lee from Motley Crue selling his house in Palisades, which is an amazing house. I've been in it. Spectacular. It's up for sale. And he's pushing it hard to sell it. Like every day he posts on Facebook. Right. It's buying his house. (laughs) Because they're getting crushed in taxes. Arizona, Nevada, Florida. A lot of them in California moved to Nevada. 
Okay, I got to ask you both a question about Los Angeles. Are people mentally ill? I saw the Golden Girls house sold for four million bucks. I wouldn't give you five hundred grand for that puke hole. Well, a house in South Central in one of the worst neighborhoods in Los Angeles with gang activity. If you drive through South Central, you're like, oh, this isn't bad. It looks way better than North Minneapolis. I can tell you that right now. Mm-hmm. But they're million dollar houses. Million dollars. Million dollars. Because it's, this house looks what, like just, a trailer. It's just what it costs. It's just what it is. Yeah, it's just, it is what it is. And I go and look at real estate in other states, and I'm like, what? My condo costs like $200,000 more than that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That is the deal. I just, it, it amazes and me. And then but, you have the tax on top of it. <laughs> well, let me ask you about this again. So you said there's a 0.4% tax on any any net worth over $30 million? Well, I have a question for you. For 10 years. To get to over $30 million, I already paid taxes on that income. Why do I have to pay taxes again? Because you're leaving their state for Well, you dumb sorry. there's $54 billion budget deficit that they, they need to make up. What they need, to, if, what they need to do is break California up into two states. They do. You're absolutely They right. absolutely do because Southern California and Northern California are completely opposite everything. They're completely opposite mindsets. They're opposite everything. Well, not San Francisco and L.A. No, but the rest of California, Northern California. The rest of Northern. Yeah, mindset. that's true. Yeah, it is yeah. very. And if you, you take Central California, that is very Republican. Yeah, and, um, and then you yeah. have the most of the money being made in Southern California. And then San Diego should be its own state because it's beautiful. <laughs> it is beautiful. Yeah, it is. Very it's the nice. most beautiful city, honestly, it with is. the most perfect weather. Oh, 75 yep. and sunny every day. Every day. Yep. Yeah, it is spectacular. I do miss, I have not been in California now. I think, Andy, you were, I think, two. No, so. we went to Napa and San Francisco. Oh, that's I right. We were in your team. Yeah, I should say yeah. Los Angeles. I have not been in Los oh, Angeles. I've never been to Los not Angeles. Not as far as in I remember. 31 years now is the last time no, I went to Shane, there's a lot of great stuff in Los Angeles to see, man. It's, there's so many there? great museums there. The Getty. Oh, God's endless. I used to go there and do voiceover all the time, and I absolutely loved it. I thought it was terrific, it's back, but that was 35 years ago. It's a great ago. place to go for a tourist. There's so much to see there. Yeah. It's one of the biggest Japanese gardens off of Sunset. It's yeah. all run by monks. It's amazing there. It's one of the most beautiful places I've ever been. There's so many cool things in LA hidden that, that, yep. that no that one is no, true. would know. He, people in LA don't even know it's there. <laughs> so... Two things happened. The, the very first time I ever worked at Buzz's Recording Studio in Los Angeles, California. Is that even still there, Buzz's? No? I've it. never heard of it. It was a great spot, but it, it was several. You went down this narrow hall, and every do- door was a different studio. The first day I was there, as I was going in, Mel Blanc was coming out. And I went, oh. And I just went, oh, like that. And he goes, yeah, I know, kid. It's great to see me. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> That's what he said, okay? So then I get done. Uh, I think I was cutting commercials for, I think it was Nike, it might have been, uh, Sumo, the, what, I don't remember what the hell it was, doesn't matter. So I come out, and then I look to my left, and Orson Welles is coming toward me oh. in the hallway. And Orson weighed about 500 at the time. And as he's walking toward me, his driver comes up behind him and says, oh, Mr. Wells, I'm so sorry, could you wait there? And he goes, why do you want me to wait? He said, because I, I parked around back. And he goes, oh, I'll just come out that way. He could not turn around in the hallway. <laughs> he was so big, he couldn't turn around. They had to drive the car around the front so he could walk straight out and get into it. It was very sad. That's so sad. But then I saw him at, uh, was it Spago? 
I saw him at Spago mm-hmm. that night. That's been around for like 35, 40 years, hasn't it? Okay. Yeah. So I saw him at Spago that night. Not one, but two magnums of champagne on the table, and he was eaten by himself. No. <laughs> so no. there you go. Not uncommon. And probably wasn't drunk after the two magnums either. <laughs> no, probably yeah. not. There's not no 500 problem. pounds. Not at 500. He's a kind of absorbing it. There's no question about it. But, oh, yeah, it was... I did back then. I loved to go to Los Angeles to work and do all that stuff. I was there the night that Thriller came out. The album Thriller came out. Now that town was buzzing. Man. I miss I miss Woo. like intersections of L.A. and I miss. Yeah. I used to walk real late night because L.A. People don't understand it. Two o'clock in the morning, L.A. is a ghost town. It's a yeah. ghost town, and yeah. won't even a car. A car won't even drive down Sunset after two. It's like it's just a ghost town. I understand. And I used to love walking around at yep. night. It's just so quiet. You could hear a pin drop, and coyotes would come down on Hollywood Boulevard. Really? And it's pretty cool. <laughs> It's a pretty neat place, nature-wise. And since then, Kristen ruined it. We'll close with that comment. All my fault. It's all your fault, sister. Thank you, Kristen. As usual, your hour went by in two minutes. I love it. I will see you guys next week. Yep. Sounds good. Thank you very much. We'll talk to you tomorrow with the family.